but I'm not purposefully like seeking out to to get on the next step of that ladder. I'm just looking out like with a 360 degree view of whatever's around me and whatever opportunities I can grab onto. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creatives. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. And I am your second host, Femke. Today, we're going to be talking about our design careers. Well, maybe not ours specifically, but just more in general, how to figure out what you want from a career and maybe some purposeful steps that you could take or steps that Charlie and I have taken in the past to sort of get more towards our career goals. So I think it will be an interesting chat, especially considering we're both relatively still quite early on in our careers. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But hopefully we have some good insights for maybe some of you that are listening that maybe you're super early on in your career or potentially haven't even started it yet. You could still be studying. So hopefully those of you listening will get some valuable takeaways from this episode. But before we begin, as usual, Charlie... How are you? It is almost February now. So what are you up to? What's February looking like for you so far? Well, I'm trying to do my monthly focus thing again this year, like I think uh, mentioned in a previous episode. This month, January, has been the month of trying to get ahead with content and I've been doing not too badly with it. There's a few videos in the pipe. They still need editing. I'd like to be in a place where I have like three videos edited in advance because right now I'm editing on the day they go live, which is not ideal. Oh, yeah. Simply filming them is not enough, but I've made good progress on that, so I'm really pleased that I've been able to make that my focus. I think next month my focus is going to be on email, because now I work for an email marketing software company. I feel like I need to do better with that and make use of a lot of the tools and things that I'm personally designing you know, <laughs> to advise other people. So yeah, I want to put that into practice and start back up with my monthly newsletter, maybe even make it a weekly newsletter. I don't know. I'm going to see what people want to hear from me, basically. Mm-hmm. And go from there. I love how you treat your email newsletter list as, I don't know, it feels very personal every time I get an email from it. And so that's what I would like to do as well. So not just be a roundup of links like I was doing, but something a bit more personal, I suppose. Yeah. How about you? Have you, are you going to do the monthly focuses thing this year? I know that January has been a bit crazy for you, but going forward, how does that sound? I would really like to. I feel like I am quite a topsy-turvy person when it comes to what I'm focusing on like it changes quite a lot and I never really have like dedicated blocks where I'm like I'm going to focus on this for this period of time I kind of just hop my way through it so I feel like having those monthly focuses would probably be a good thing so I'm keen to try it out Uh, I'm on the spot here now though so I haven't thought about what my focus for February would be Uh, but for the rest of this month I'm I guess it's kind of the rest of this month's focus. I'm sort of trying to plan a little bit better. So in the past, I've kind of just decided on the day what I'm going to work on or what I'm going to write about, for example. But I've set up a little like calendar thing in Excel and I want to sort of, you know, plan a bit more further, further ahead. So I'll have like, January, week one, week two, week three, week four, this is the topics that I'm going to be writing about. And so I can kind of plan and see ahead what's coming up. And I think that'll be helpful for me to like start gathering thoughts for upcoming things so that I don't just sit down on the day and suddenly have to pull everything out of me. Do you know what I mean? 
yeah, totally. Planning will definitely be essential for that. And I think then perhaps maybe a February's monthly focus for you could be getting ahead on that stuff, like with content or whatever. Don't know. Yeah, that would be ideal. I do have a project in mind, which I mentioned in last week's episode that I want to do in a weekend. Uh, So it's not really like a monthly focus, I suppose, but I would really like to do that in February. So hopefully I can somehow fit that into whatever my monthly focus is going to be. Okay, well, let's not say hope. Let's say that that's the thing you're going to do in February. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to do it in February. Let's do it. (laughs) Sounds good. Looking forward to seeing it. Should we move on to today's topic? Yes, let's. Design career. Yeah. So like you said at the start, we're both fairly early on in our design careers, but I'd love to know, just so we can get the overall picture, I suppose, what do you want from your design career? Like out of life, I suppose, design life, ha ha ha. And how has that, those wants and desires or whatever changed over time? When you started designing, was there a different thing you were aiming for and now you've ended up somewhere else? be interesting to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I feel like when I was at design school, I really wanted to join an agency and I still did want to until sort of the last two years or so that has really changed. But at design school, it was really pushed on us that agency life was the way to go and the way of life if you want to make it as a designer. And so that's kind of all I knew and all I thought about. And I actually never, I've never worked at an agency. I never ended up pursuing that. uh, And I don't really have a desire to do that anymore, ever. Um, But yeah, I think, I don't know why or when or how that changed, but it could have been when I got my job at Xero, which is, we both worked there. It's online accounting software. And that was kind of my first taste of both like startup world and also the tech industry uh, and that kind of changed then how I thought about how design could be used and applied and sort of shifted my focus and thinking from oh design uh, is like an outhouse kind of job you know like you get projects in and it changes all the time to thinking that you could actually make it as a designer being in-house and just focusing on one particular brand or one particular company and that started to appeal to me more and more uh, because you can you know become really familiar with the brand and you get a lot of opportunity to explore and grow with the brand and that kind of stuff so I felt like that was more interesting to me and so that was kind of the path that I then tried to pursue I guess you could say. Yeah, that makes sense. So then your job right now at Atomic was very purposeful that you chose that because it's in the tech industry, I suppose. Yeah, like I I love being in the tech industry. Don't get me wrong, it has its ups and downs uh, and it can be really dramatic sometimes, Uh, but it's so much fun. It's just a whirlwind of fun. And I purposefully, like going forward, if I was to move on to the next thing, I'm pretty confident that I would purposefully be seeking like, design jobs within the tech industry like I'm not really I'm not really looking to move outside of that industry right now yeah that's cool I I agree I'm sort of the same but before I get into mine though I just have one more question for you okay where do you see your role going like within your career I know a lot of people want to move to more, more of a leadership role perhaps and become like a creative director or a design director or whatever what would you like to see yourself doing going forward, you know, and and how you'd spend your time at work. 
Yeah, I'm still learning what what that would be for me. Lately, I've had a really big interest in product design. Cool. And so that's a potential path that I'm looking to explore and maybe get my hands stuck into that a little bit more. But uh, for the meantime, the current role that I have is like a super diverse role and I get to do so many different things. Like right now I'm working on video. Uh, next week I might be working on email marketing. You know, it's really diverse. And so I'm totally like absorbing all of this knowledge like a sponge uh, and really trying to make the most of that opportunity to just have such a diverse role, which I think is pretty pretty rare to have. So I think the fact that Atomic is still quite small and we're still quite young and early uh, that gives me that opportunity to explore different areas, which is pretty cool for now. Yeah, I think that's um, a thing that you only really get in, in smaller tech companies, you know, being able to do a bunch of everything. Yeah, totally. So what about you? Because I know that you've worked in-house mostly and you haven't worked uh, at an agency, have you? No. The, yeah, the funny thing is when I started, went to design school, I wanted to work in advertising I wanted to work for Saatchi and Saatchi and I just thought that would be the life, you know, like um, all these big budget campaigns and they seem to have it all. And as I learned more about advertising in the industry, I just realized that that would 100% not suit me. And so like like you, that's something I've never pursued because I changed my mind. My first job kind of set me on this in-house path. I was an in-house graphic designer, so print-based stuff, not, not so much digital or web. But it, it showed me, you know, what designing for one brand can be like. And I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed feeling a sense of ownership and, and you know, pride in it because it's the company that I worked for, not just being a client brief. But I wanted to make the move to being more digital and working in web design primarily. And so that was a purposeful step I made in my career was to seek out an interactive design role rather than sticking with graphic designer you know as my title because I did sort of fall into that first job it was something that was advertised and available and I had less papers than everyone else in my class and so I was you know a desirable candidate because I could spend more time at the company (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I got that job and yeah it sort of set me on this path and I've been making little steps here and there at zero, I figured out by the end that I don't suit working for a really large company. It's not even that large, you know, but anything over a thousand people is just far too many for me. There's too much hierarchy that goes on and middlemen and you don't know what this team's doing. And yeah, I don't like that personally. It's just not the way I like to work. So I knew from that that I suited a smaller company. And then when I moved on from my last role, it was because I'd realized that I wanted to be in a role that gave me more control, I suppose, over my time and location or whatever. And that's how I've ended up remote working, like I think we mentioned last episode. And so, yeah, I guess all my steps from company to company have been quite purposeful, but I haven't always been the one seeking them out, if that makes sense. Yeah, it sounds like we both kind of fell into being in-house and working in the tech industry. Uh, and I'm, tr- I'm trying to imagine from a, a point of view of someone listening who maybe this is their first time and they are looking for their first job, you know, and they maybe don't have that flexibility or so many options to mm. only go for what they specifically want. Uh, so I guess how – do you have any advice for that? Like how, how would you recommend that person – 
get the job that they want or do you recommend that they be more open to other opportunities that might not be the exact thing that they were looking for? You know what, just before I answer this, we had a, a tweet in here. I'm not sure the person's name because I think that's not their name and their username. But anyway, they said, while I'm studying, should I get work experience on the niche I'm already interested in or should I take almost any job I can get? Right. So I've got to bring that in now because that's sort of what you're asking, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a better way of phrasing it. <laughs> well, I think that when you're first starting, you should try for the niche you're interested in because you might as well try. But I wouldn't turn down opportunities that seem good in other ways. And I don't know, I would keep your mind open yeah. to things other than exactly what you think. Obviously, you're always going to want to go after that niche that you're interested in because that's what you want to try out, right? And and you probably won't be able to stop until you know if it's for you or not. For me, working in-house as a graphic designer is what let me know that I would not suit agency work because I realized how right. much I liked it. And so you don't always have to work in that niche to you know figure it out if it's the right thing for you or not. Yeah, I think also there's always opportunities to learn uh so like if you totally. if you take the job that wasn't the thing in your niche that you specifically wanted I mean that's I don't think that's a bad thing like you could you could take that as an opportunity to learn about that other side and maybe uncover to see if you do actually like it or if you don't like it and I think always we we think that it's always forever but it doesn't necessarily have to be so I mean you could you could take that job and then in six months time when you really realize that it's not your thing then just you know professionally move on to the next thing like the good thing about that is you'll have six months of experience under your belt as opposed to six months of being unemployed while you tried to look for that specific job that you really really wanted yeah and that's six months more of learning right I I think that it's more common in very corporate roles but I think I often hear of people who are taking purposeful steps, like taking this role as a way to get the next one, you know, and thinking that far ahead. And that's just not something that I've done in in my design career. Like every job yeah. I've taken, I've been like, yes, this is exactly where I want to be right now. It's not been, okay, cool, I'm going to do this for six months and then I can, you know, use this experience to apply here. But I don't have anything against that if that's, you know, what the way you want to go and if there's a bigger goal you have and you need to work somewhere else in the meantime to get to it I think that's okay I don't know what do you think about that yeah so I feel like whenever we think of career we always think of like moving up the ladder right like you take Mm. this thing and then you eventually graduate to the next step etc and I recently uh, read this book Uh, called Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg and in it she talks about how rather than a career being like a ladder or like a stepping stone thing uh, she sees it as a jungle gym which has totally changed the way that I now think about it and I think that's so true like you don't have to jump from job one to job two to job three you can swing and jump all in between and you know like my previous job I was doing customer support now I'm doing like marketing and design. Like that's not a step up on the ladder. That's a step to a completely different ladder, like somewhere across the playground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And that's interesting too. And makes me feel a lot better because I feel like I've had the same job title for many years, yeah. you know, yeah. and the different jobs that I've had, I'm, I'm doing essentially the same thing, but for different companies. And I'm totally okay with that. Like, 
I'm not looking to become a design director who doesn't actually do any design themselves <laughs> and just, you know, directs the team to do it. Yeah. I don't think that would suit me because I need to be actually creating things to feel fulfilled. Or maybe it could suit me if I then was freelancing on the side or something as well. You know, there's other ways to get that fulfillment. But still, I, I feel like I've been making a lot of sidesteps and into different sized companies and in different industries as well, like all tech, but very different audiences. And that's the steps I've been making rather than climbing a ladder in a way. Yeah, and I think that's the thing to remember is that a step sideways could still be a step forward. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. mean that you're not moving forward. You're just moving sideways to something else. Like you're grabbing onto another branch next to you and making the most of that opportunity. So I think like we need to get rid of this idea that you always need to be moving forward and higher, like moving on to the next higher logical step. So, I mean, for me, I don't, I'm the same. I don't necessarily have any interest in becoming a like, I don't know, senior design lead or something, at least not right now. Like maybe that could happen eventually, but I'm not purposefully like seeking out to to get on the next step of that ladder. I'm just looking out like with a 360 degree view of whatever's around me and whatever opportunities I can grab onto. Yeah, I love that. I really do like that a lot. I think that you do always want to make sure that, well, hopefully anyway, what you move to is better like you're moving out of one situation into one that suits you better or you know has better benefits or whatever but like we're saying they don't have to be a higher job role or anything also when I moved from working at zero which was a quite a large company to working at edited my salary increase wasn't huge you know normally that happens as well when you move jobs as you want to want it to be a big step up salary wise or whatever mine wasn't and I was okay with it because I felt like it was, you know, earning a good amount for the role and also that the situation I was going to be in would be much better. And so, yeah, that's that's what I cared about most. I didn't care about the title or the money or whatever. I just wanted it to be a good situation for me to be in. Yeah, and I think that's what it should be about. Like, if you're only focused about the title or whatever, then... I think you, there's other things to worry about that are more important, in my opinion. Like, to be honest, I don't even know what my job title is at the moment. I'm way <laughs> more focused on, like, the actual role and what I'm doing day to day and the opportunities that are there and just making the most of that rather than getting hung up on whatever the job title is. Like, to me, that's just a, a minor detail. Yeah, totally agree. And that's another reason that I moved on. <laughs> keep talking about this I probably shouldn't be but whatever we're all friends here right listen yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the reasons I moved on from zero two is that they were introducing more levels of designers right and there was going to be senior designers and then there's the creative lead and all this and it just felt like I don't know before we were all equals and it almost felt like because I wasn't chosen for that senior designer role even though people treated me that way I was being demoted in a way and then I realized that well I don't like that I'm worrying about this I don't like this you know, person that I'm becoming who's thinking about this now. And so I think that I need to change and go somewhere smaller because obviously this doesn't suit me and the way that I like to work. Like I don't, I don't want to have to worry about that basically. Is that too honest? Should we include that? No, I think, I think that's good. I mean, the power of words, right? Like it can't be underestimated. Yeah. So I feel like we can't avoid this question, uh, which I want to ask you, which is, like, what do you want from your career? Where, where do you want to go? What do you see 
for yourself in, I don't know, five, 10 years time. And I know how horrible that question is to answer because I really hate answering that question. But like, what are your goals? What are you working towards in regards to your career? I think that thinking forward to the future, I would like to see myself, like if I could choose, um, and I guess that I do have the ability to angle myself and get there, is I don't want to be working on small tasks like, you know, making images for social media or blogs or designing slides or whatever. Those things are all, all fine. You know, they're part of the job and I can do them pretty quickly. But what I love most is working on big projects and big web projects mostly. And, you know, working on projects that make more of an impact, I suppose, than those smaller time tasks. So I'd like to be at a stage where I could spend most of my time, well, if not all of my work time, focusing on them, ideally. And uh, yeah, that really is my only goals surround what I spend my time doing, because that's what I care about most. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that working on those bigger projects Uh, what have more of an impact like I said and I really do want to make an impact I don't think that there's any shame in saying that that you want to you know have have a good impact on your industry I suppose I'd like to I feel really big-headed saying this but I would like to become more well-known as a designer so that then I could go speak at events and things like that I think that'd be really cool I think that's that's totally cool to say like just having some authority right I think that's a great goal to have Okay, well, that's good. I don't feel so bad about that being a goal then. But yeah, that, that's where I'd like to be is because I feel like all of those things, you know, would allow me to spend my time doing what I love, you know, working on the projects and speaking at events means more travel to places. And so, yeah, my goals surround creating the type of life that I want to live. That's awesome. That's so cool. And do you feel like in order to eventually achieve that goal that you – I guess, like, do you feel like you could evolve your current job to help you get there? Or do you think it's always going to be a matter of, like, taking another role to eventually get closer to it? I think that right now I'm really happy with where I'm at and the company seems great. And so I think that I could evolve the role to get there. But, yeah, I guess we'll see where the future takes us. How about you? Five or ten years? Product Uh, design, Femme? Well, I think product design is sort of my short to medium term goal Uh, nice like you're thinking in terms of like long term my ultimate goal is to work for myself and I don't know what exactly that work will be that could be freelancing as a designer that could be starting a physical business uh, an online store I really don't know Uh, but that's sort of the ultimate goal for myself is to basically create my own career I suppose you could say so just to work for myself and be self-sufficient and have flexibility in my life and be able to do what I want Uh, and also similar to you is to continue building up some authority and traveling and speaking and helping others and you know doing more educational stuff I'd really like to get into so that's kind of like my ultimate goal Uh, but in the meantime yeah I think I am really interested in pursuing product design over the next few years so we'll have to see uh, how that pans out. Nice. That sounds like a great goal and I think it suits you perfectly. Oh, too kind. We asked our listeners as well what goals they have with their design career and I thought it might be cool to read some out because pretty inspiring. Sometimes it can help hearing other people's goals as well to give you an idea of maybe what you should set for yourself. Definitely. Um, So let's start with Holly. She said that my ultimate goal is to be fully self-sufficient through some sort of design, art, creative venture 
And then she also says, I don't really believe that what I want will just come to me. So I definitely have steps and I'm working very hard to achieve them, which is awesome. That is super awesome. I've got no doubt that Holly will get there. And I don't know, maybe you guys can work on some self-sufficient ventures together. (laughs) Yeah, that would be super cool. I actually awesomely got the pleasure to meet up with Holly while I was back in Wellington and yeah she's so cool to hang out with and she's doing such awesome stuff so no doubt that she'll get there for sure. Next another design friend of ours Borja said my goal is simply becoming better and being happy slash proud of my work and what I've accomplished and to get there I'm working hard on side projects to be more experienced and I go with the flow a little so a combination of both and I forgot to read out that part of my tweet, but basically I asked people if they were making purposeful steps to get there or if they were just going with the flow. So that's cool. Side projects are an awesome way, I think, to move towards your goals, especially when you're in a job that you can't do those things in. So yeah, great work, Borja. Yeah, totally. And I think his goal of being happy and proud of his work is an awesome goal to have and a lot harder, I think, to achieve than we think it is. So, yeah, I think that's a really good goal to have. So nice one, Boha. Yeah, I like that being in writing too. So Nathaniel also has a short-term and a long-term goal. Uh, So his short-term goal is to advance his skills in visual design and become a T-shaped designer. I'm not exactly sure what that is. but I think that means that you want to have like a wide range of skills but have a really narrow focus that goes deep on one of them. Oh. So it's like a T. That makes sense. That's how I take it anyway, yeah. Uh, And his long-term goal is to work on important, meaningful projects, shape and impact the web or graphic design industry somehow, which is awesome. I love it when people have these big, ambitious goals on, uh, like, with their industry and how they want to change things. So I think that's super awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And I don't feel so bad about that being one of my goals now. (laughs) So I'm glad that other people think that too. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good. We, We need more of those people who want to make a change. Simon says that he's wanting to add more speaking, mentoring and consulting to his weekly work. And to do that, he's been reaching out to local enterprise centres and also volunteering. And he's also been offering some free training workshops. Wow, it sounds like he's taking like the right steps to get there. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I want to do more because like I was saying, speaking is one of my goals. I need to be actively working towards that more. So That'll probably be one of my monthly focuses this year. Have you thought about submitting your Sean West talk to other conferences? Because I feel like it would do so well. Yeah, I have. And that's not just not something that I've done yet. So I 100% need to get onto that and take more action. Yeah. Kyle says that he wants to become self-sufficient through illustration, web design, and eventually teaching courses. Uh, short term is very go with the flow, but his long term goals are more set, but he's still figuring out the best route to get there. I like that Kyle is going with the flow while figuring out that route, you know, there's yeah. no point in stopping until you figure out where to go, which I think is often the advice that you get with some projects, I suppose, is like, make sure you know where you're going, because otherwise you might go down the wrong path and then right. it'd be harder to turn back. I just don't think that's the same when it comes to your design career, because you're going to learn something from any job, even if what you learn is, I don't like this job, you know, at least then you know that that's not something you should pursue in the future. So I think it's good to go with the flow and take opportunities as they come up while you're figuring out what you want to get out of your career and how to get there. I guess you always want to keep moving, right? Like just keep moving forward and learn things along the way and you can always change tactic as you go. I think moving in any kind of direction is better than standing still. Definitely. 
Kyle also had a question for us that maybe we could answer as a good way to finish off this episode. Um, He said, how do you handle it when you've realized that a certain direction isn't working for you? And how do you know when that's the case? And I had this with when I was being a graphic designer, like working mostly on print projects, Mm -hmm. as I mentioned earlier. I realized, I think it was because I got to design a couple of little web things and they were just like a Facebook app because those were things back then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they still are. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm designing buttons and a form. And I didn't realize that that was something that I would be so into doing. And also I kind of figured that, hmm, I feel like the graphic design print industry is kind of not stuck in the past. I don't want to say that because I do still enjoy print work, but I figured that web is where the future is at, right? And that's where the interesting advances and things are happening. And so that's where I wanted to be. And I realized that because that's what I wasn't doing. And I felt like it was missing almost. And so how I handled that uh, change of direction was started looking for interactive design roles and seeing what was out there. And that's when I found Zero because our friend Katie worked there and she referred me. And so I guess as soon as you realize that you're not in the right place, start looking around for how you can make that move. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I don't know if I have any advice here to share myself because I'm kind of in that situation right now of realizing that I really want to pursue product design and I'm still Mm. in that phase of figuring out how to get there. So maybe I can answer this question another time. How did you know that was the case though? Like how did this desire to do product design come up do you think? Yeah I don't know. I think I just got itchy to get more stuck into product design and creating experiences for the web because uh, similar to you most of the design stuff I've been doing has been like creating an image for social media and for the email marketing templates etc. So kind of more graphic designy uh, and I don't know, I, I guess being at such a small startup and having a close connection to the product design team has really opened up my eyes in terms of what they do. Like I get to see day to day what they're creating and, and how they're doing that and how closely they work with the engineering team and seeing that relationship. And I think that's kind of opened me up to wanting to to learn more about that and get stuck into it. So yeah, we'll see. I think this, um, you know, getting feeling itchy for something else like you just mentioned I think that comes when perhaps you're not being challenged as much anymore in the type of work that you're doing and so you think about okay what would be challenging and right I want to go and do that that's what I figure anyway because I found web design a huge challenge to move into because it wasn't what I was used to doing and I hadn't done very much of it and I, I, yeah. I think that's really good because it's re- always good to keep challenging yourself and trying new things. And I think that's why I would like to stop doing those sorts of, you know, quote unquote, easy tasks like social media images um, and slides as well, because I don't find them all that challenging. It's satisfying when they go down well and when people like them. But yeah, the real challenge for me comes in those bigger projects. So I suppose that's why that's what I'm aiming for. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And we all want to keep challenged right so it makes sense I think that that is actually a really good piece of design career advice to end on is to make sure that you're always challenging yourself or that the role you're in is challenging you and if it's not that doesn't mean you have to leave your role sometimes it means uh, approaching work differently or taking on different tasks within the role you know there's always ways to challenge yourself in anything I think but challenging yourself is how you keep growing and learning. So 
that's important thing to do. Nice. That's a perfect note to end on. So, fam, where can people go if they would like to listen to the rest of our episodes? They can go to the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can go to designlife.fm, which is our website, and on there you'll find all previous 61 episodes. And you can also find Design Life in your favorite podcast app. Just search for it and hit the subscribe button. Yeah, make sure you also subscribe to our newsletter as well which is designlife.fm slash subscribe, I'm pretty sure, because that way you'll get an email in your inbox every Monday when a new episode goes live and you'll be the first to find out about any other projects we do too, like, I think, coming up book in a few club. months. We, yeah, book club. <laughs> we might have a another live event, right, Fem? We've been talking about that. Yeah, we have. Uh, you're coming to visit me in a couple months, so we might make the most of that opportunity. Yeah, so stay tuned. Make sure you're on the newsletter list and you'll find out about that first. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We are at DesignLifeFM and on there you can participate in these weekly discussions which get on the show. Yeah, it was really good to hear about all your goals. So thank you if you participated in this week's. And if we didn't read your tweet out, we still read your goal and we still think that you can go for it. (laughs) And next week, I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about remote working. So stay tuned for that next week. Cool. Chat to you then, Pam. Bye. Bye.